Welcome back to Absolute Comics right here at, where the hell are we? Twitch.tv slash Comicstorian, where we stream it live every Tuesday at about 5 p.m. Eastern. It's then uploaded to absolutely Marvel and DC, unless we've already deemed it not successful there. <laughs> and it's then uploaded to Absolute Comics, the channel. And it's then uploaded to Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the podcast apps. Exactly. And today's sponsor is G Fuel. Use your code COMICS at checkout. Get yourself some Moonberries hydration formula with Moon Knight. <laughs> moonberries. Moonberries. You know what they do? You drink the Moonberries, and a big purple beam comes out of your chest, shoots into the sky, summons a god. Nice. <laughs> and then you are the avatar of the hippo god of fertility. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right so today's gonna be a bit odd episode sal and i have been going since 9 a.m and we're tired so mm -hmm. let's get into the list here but let's do it we we could we, we can muster some enthusiasm for fake stuff that doesn't matter this is tired benny so for those of you who are like benny you fake it no i just go 90 miles an hour all day <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> all right uh, topics today. I haven't read any comics. Do you have any comics you want to talk about, Sal? I haven't read anything because I have I read the Death of Justice more. League. Oh, how is it? It's good. Okay. It's good enough. <laughs> I'm reading I also everything read tomorrow because I'll be on a plane. So, like, yeah. I, that's when I read. I, I catch up with so many books on the plane. Yeah. I also read the new Spider Man, and, uh, y'all aren't ready. <laughs> 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 bigger. I think it's bigger than Death of Justice League, unfortunately. I'm, like, worried. Because, like, De Death of Justice League, I'm like, Okay. Like, I remember Josh Williamson really wanted Pariah to be the main villain of the DC Universe, and I think he's he succeeded. But who asked for Pariah? And oh, we're doing one of those deals. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, it's... Yeah, it's it dovetails right into Dark Crisis, but Death of Justice League. Check it out, I guess. It's All right, fun. we'll be doing a short on it, I think, tomorrow, so I'll, yeah. I'll know more about it then. It's a fun Green Arrow moment you're going to like in there. Oh, sweet. I like Green Arrow moments. Yeah, All right, cool. He's cool. Yeah. Well, without much comics going on, because I'm reading them tomorrow, and Sal just says it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Let's have a look at what's going on today. In the news, we've got CinemaCon is happening, which we had to Google before this, because I've never heard of CinemaCon, but apparently it's been going on since the 70s, and it's a big yeah. deal. <laughs> we never got invited, because apparently it's just for movie people. <laughs> I, I've never heard of it. Like... And maybe they're announcing all of this stuff here this year because nothing else is happening. So it's like, oh, that one's happening. Go announce things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DC Comics is now up uh, is is announcing its slate of movies, mm -hmm. which before I read these, I think is a terrible idea because they're still constantly moving them. Yeah, don't say. <laughs> so why are you trying to slate the movies? You just keep pushing back the Flash. I know. Oh my God, what a nightmare. Oh, interesting. CBR took the name of the weekly poll. What? Like, so I opened up the article at CBR to talk about this stuff here, right? Yeah. If you scroll down the next article, because they're one of those websites that just link article on article in hopes that you're not going to pay attention and keep scrolling. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the, the weekly poll. Justice League. It's just an article they write. Oh, yeah. That's what they call their column where they like tell you what they pulled that week. Yes. But, but. definitely took a name that we uh -huh. were using five years ago now at this point or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, nobody else is using it. Mine. <laughs> totally try to drum up those search engine algorithms all right anyway why not dc upcoming slate of releases all right we've got dan wrote them out better over here kind of let me see if i can read them better it's 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 an image i like this is my favorite part about this sal yeah 
They didn't write them in the the article. No. Somebody took a screen grab of the logos and dates. That's yeah. what we're working. That is what we are working off of today. So I'm zooming in. <laughs> enhance. Dan wrote them down. Dan, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> All right. Enhance again. All right, I got him over here, guys. All right, here we All go. All right, all right. Shazam! Fury of the Gods will be in theaters December sixteenth. Doesn't say the year, but I'm assuming this this one. one. <laughs> I hope um, so. Black Adam will be in theaters October twenty first. Uh, I'm assuming no, 31st. this year. Thirty first. It's hard to read. It's blurry. <laughs> I know. Also, I can't believe why that. Did by they the put way, Shazam and then Black Adam. Like my OCD Between. is screaming. Yeah, no, Black Adam's next. That's October 31st. <laughs> then Shazam, December 16th. By the way, uh, dear Hollywood, stop <laughs> stop releasing movies on Halloween. No one's coming. Yeah, like, what? No one goes to the movies on Halloween. I have seen, I, I, I remember several movies being released on Halloween and them failing, like just tanking hard. And people at Hollywood just being like, I don't get it. And I'm like, Dude, it's the number one party day. Yeah, and it's also and and if you're not if you are if you are not even the horror movies come out a week earlier. Exactly, like because everyone wants candy. <laughs> Sal, do you go trick or treating? And I'm not aware of this. I I wish I could, man. I love trick or treating so much. Uh, I do. Um, I take my friends and I. We uh, we will just like tr- like we will roam the neighborhood after because Halloween ends at like six o'clock or earlier. Yeah. Like Halloween is when it like okay so never mind the pandemic but like over the last ten years Hollywood has moved from or no, I'm sorry Hollywood uh, Halloween has moved from like it being a dope ass affair where you are just out and then you come home whenever uh, yeah. to Halloween's over around four thirty five o'clock. Yeah, I noticed uh, that I'll see pictures, and I'm like, it's daylight. It is so... What are you doing? Yeah, by the time it's nighttime, Halloween has been over for hours. Because most of these people are also doing their trunk or treat, where they they all just take their... All these parents take their cars, they go to one parking lot, usually at the school, and then they all just walk walk in a circle and then go home. And I'm like, you all suck. This is the worst. You've ruined Halloween. Because I remember when I was a kid, you would know if someone's giving out candy because the lights are on. Yes. Now Not- you, dro- you you go through a neighborhood, lights are all off, it's nighttime, 7.30, forget about it. So what I yeah. do is my friends and I will go around around 6 o'clock because they still have all this candy because Halloween is dead. But everyone loves Halloween, so what they do is they have all this candy and they want to get rid of it and they want to eat themselves. And then these 30-year-olds show up and they're like, hey, I understand <laughs> you have candy. And they're like, yeah, uh, I'm getting rid of it, I guess. They're like, well, we're, we have these bags. Why don't you fill them with your candy? So the more I've gotten to know you in the last seven to nine years, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. the more I realize your life is Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> if it just kept going, right? <laughs> now my life is way better than Jay and Silent Bob's. I'm, I don't make I don't make super disappointing sequels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next up, we got Aquaman coming out March seventeenth, two thousand twenty three. Sure. Then we have The Flash, June 23rd, 2023, and then Super Pets. Now, I'm wondering, because realizing how this is laid out, if they're just moving Flash back over and over, because they don't know if they really want to reset. Like, okay, guys, when we release it, it's going to reset. Yeah. When we do it, it's done. Yeah. All these movies are in the Flash universe. So, like, uh, what are you doing? Uh, that's great. <laughs> also, I-, I-, I bet you they're pushing it that far to go, like, 
is Flash even going to come out in theaters, or are we just going to drop it on HBO Max and forget about it? Well, because here's the thing. Shazam, Black Adam, and Aquaman are still kind of connected into the interconnecting universe. Yep. And they've been doing it properly where they're lightly linked together now with references as opposed to, like, we got we to gotta preview an entire movie. Yes. And what they've been doing is ever – other than Batman and Joker, everything has been kind of lining back up, and it's been kind of getting well-received, and it's been kind of working. Yeah, it's, it's the, kind of working, and now they're going to they're gonna tank it. Right, and they're going to put out the Flash to reset everything. Yeah, which isn't objectively a bad idea, but uh, the, the rumors and leaks that we've been hearing – uh, they they don't line up. Like they're not. They're, it doesn't sound like a good plan. But yeah. we'll see what happens, man. I don't know. I don't trust them. Um. So I don't know. It, the fact. It, it, I don't know. It, they're so all over the place. They didn't even get the posters lined up properly. And that tells <laughs> yeah. me right there, like, why? Okay. Why do you say Shazam the Black Adam? It, it, you know what that was? That was some marketing guy going. We can't have Black Adam over Shazam. We no. can't have that visible. <laughs> right. Even though, like, oh my God, yeah, that's true. You're basically getting two Shazam movies. Like you are 100 that's pretty yeah. cool yeah um all right next up on the news we have spider-man across the spider-verse part two has been renamed to spider-man beyond the spider-verse yeah no shit yeah <laughs> it, yeah okay into uh, across beyond it's gonna be like the planet of the apes okay yeah but that makes sense why would you name it part one and two like that never worked no one ever did that remember when uh they announced avengers infinity war part one and two yeah and then they were and like they nah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, film producers Phil Lord and Chris Miller spoke at CinemaCon about revealing the first 15 minutes of the movie to say that this is a new movie that they had to try and break new ground so it's way bigger. The number of characters in the film is massive. The first oh movie God. had 40. This one is 240. The movie's going to begin in Earth-65, the homeworld of Spider-Gwen, and go to Earth-160, the homeworld of Miles, and so far it will go to six additional universes. Okay. I, I don't like the idea of like selling your movie on it's way bigger. 240 compared to 40. Spider-Verse is great because they kept the idea of Spider-Verse grounded. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean, it just feels like somebody just said, put as many as you can in there. That's Sony for you. But at the same time, I, I imagine we're not going to have 240 Spider-Characters all interacting and going on one single adventure. It's going to be more like they go to all these different places and they bump in it. it, it you know, there'll be montages or, you know, if someone's falling through the Spider-Verse, you're going to see characters. Yeah. You know, but it's not going to be a oh, whole... I, I'm getting real, real tired of movie companies adding to their number of appearances based on the portal showing a split second. Yeah. Like, I am wholeheartedly believe Multiverse of Madness is going to have <laughs> 80% of the characters that have been released. Yeah. And 79% of those will be in a shattered mirror view as it floats by Doctor Strange at some point. Right. Did you see him? Did you see the character? Yeah. Like, I, I wholeheartedly believe that's going to be the case to an extent. Like, I don't, we're not going to get everyone they named showing up for some big bombastic fight. No, they're not going to bog down a Doctor Strange sequel, a Doctor Strange solo movie with a fight where Doctor Strange teams up with a bunch of characters that have no business being in a Marvel movie yeah. right now. It's just, it's not going to happen. The fact that the, the even even the, the crazy people going nuts, it's 10 days away from Doctor Strange. We are 10 yeah. days away, and the internet's not freaking out with, oh, my God, he wait. Like, they were they were freaking out about Andrew Garfield and everyone all the way up. And everyone knows yep. I follow the Twitter to see what's going on with the, the You do. And no one's ranting about Doctor Strange. Like, there was that brief moment where everyone's like, it's Xavier. So we're getting the original Fantastic Four from 1990, and then we're also going to get the <laughs> 1990s. And we're going to get Hugh Jackman. And we're going to get, we're gonna get like, yeah. the, the guys from Spectacular 
Spider-Man, and we're gonna get Tobey Maguire, and we're gonna like, and, and, like all yeah. of that died out. Like, yeah. Well, I think because people are just tired of it. Like, I think maybe it's just we've reached critical mass. Like, people couldn't be on edge for too long about No Way Home, and afterwards they tried to ramp it up back up to like because because that's how I get ten thousand freaking retweets, and people just went, "I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear about it anymore." I, I, I see- can't. You can't be hyped for more than a year. No, I see Dan commenting that we're not down for. I'm gonna jump to this topic over here because Dan yeah. decided he wants to bring this up. Like, okay, <laughs> in the recent Doctor Strange trailer, while falling through the multiverse, we get a glimpse of what appears to be the Living Tribunal in its debut in the MCU, and the fans are loving it on Twitter. You're right, Dan. You know what they're not talking about? You fucking Jackman. <laughs> no, no, that's true. And listen, like the Living Tribunal should show up in a Doctor Strange movie. I mean, huh. arguably he should show up in a freaking. Like you know, and to be annoying Dan, when you're editing this, I need you to censor out effing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Can't be in there. He's cool. shaking his head in the backstage area. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm just I'm 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 finding it weird the lack of a hype for Doctor Strange until this, and this is just about the latest teaser. So, yeah. Like when Spider Ver when Spider Man came out, everyone freaked out about a Multiverse of Madness. We had so many rumors and fake rumors and everything going on. Oh yeah. And none of that's happening anymore because the big guys that give you all the fake stuff and then say, what's your source? Trust me, bro. They're <laughs> not doing it anymore. No. So no. it's not working. I don't know. It's not working as big on this one, I believe. Yeah. Exactly. Chad cool. also says, I always blame Dan. That's Dan's job in this company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Terry Cruz is joining the MCU's Guardians of the Galaxy in a new role to, uh, as Centurion Tal Marak. Marak. A close advisor to Nova Prime, the character will not be appearing in the next movie, but is going to appear in the Epcot Experience Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Okay. The character is unique to the MCU and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind and will be Disney World's first Marvel-themed ride. Uh, yep. I'm going to do a caveat there. First Marvel-themed ride they made to be a Marvel-themed ride. Because they there's have... no Marvel rides in Disney World. Oh, in World. World, yeah. Because Land has the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower. Land can do whatever they want, but they're not near because they're not near Universal World. There's no Marvel stuff. Ah, that makes because sense. Because a Universal superhero island adventure, uh, which sucks. <laughs> it's not, it was great like 20 years ago when I first went, and I it's was kind of like, cool now 20. because it is 20 years old. Like you look at it, you're like, wow, this is what Marvel was like 25 years ago. Yeah, cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see Marvel add it, add to its MCU in this medium as opposed to the normal show movie edition. I mean, They're I get, I like... get, I get why this is in here, and I did just see the articles about Terry Crews being put into there. Yeah. Have we ever included what happens in the rides in the overarching plan? Pirates of the Caribbean never did. They actually took movie stuff, put it into the ride. Like, remember, remember when uh, they were going to do that? Uh, the Disney, the Marvel cruise, like through Disney Cruise, like it was they they hired real actors from the MCU to be in. Like, there's like some Ant Man adventure that's in like one of the cruises and stuff. Like that, they're not going to carry that over into the movies. Like, no. it's, if they do, it'll be only because they're reusing stuff, but not because like what happens on the cruise gets integrated into the MCU. I mean, I'm glad they're doing it. I mean, I, I as I understand, as I recall. I think we went on the Twilight's or the uh, the the guard. No, I didn't get a chance to go on the Guardians ride. I missed the Guardians Tower of Terror thing. But uh, there's there's all kinds of like ca- cameos and references and stuff in that too. So, you know, could you imagine the Universal Spider-Man ride, which is still incredible to this day, being considered an episode of the animated series? <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. It's not, <laughs> unfortunately, but yeah, it would be really fun. Like, oh, come on. 
I still remember that ride, and I remember just being like, this is kind of cool. Like, I kind of like this. That's what it is. It's kind of cool. Kind <laughs> of. Um. Okay, so next up we have Nightwing actor Brenton Thwaites explains that there are no plans to continue any relationship between Nightwing and Starfire in Titan Season 4, so the fan-favorite couple may never be seen on screen. Okay. That's weird. It's weird, but I kind of get it because this Starfire is not Starfire. This is a new right. character that they basically made for the show. She's not even close to any iteration of Starfire that currently exists. Okay. So I get it. Like, it's fine. I don't. I also, I get it. It's no a fan favorite couple. But at the same time, I don't remember Nightwing and Starfire dating for that long. Everyone wants Barbara, not Starfire. Yes. They, 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 had, a, they had a significant romance that it's the biggest one besides the one with Barbara. Like it's Barbara and Star. Oh, I, I know it happened, but it's like an eighties yeah. thing in the Titans. It's not, it's an eighties like, thing. It let, it bled over into the nineties, but it's like, it wasn't two decades. It just was between the eighties and the nineties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I've always found that the whole Starfire Dick Grayson thing kind of weird. Cause I'm like, it didn't happen for that long. Who's actually no. asking for this. Oh, 50 year old guys who read the eighties, nineties run. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's exactly who it is. I yeah. mean, I, I, on on one on one hand, it's like if you're making a Titan show and you have Starfire, like they did it on Teen Titans Go. So I mean, like, why wouldn't they do it again? I mean, if you have if you don't have Barbara on your show and you have Starfire, and I agree, but they brought in Barbara last season, so yeah. So it's like, well, then okay, that's that. Yeah. Or you or you create a love triangle. But, well, so, uh, as soon it, as they brought in Barbara, my assumption was we're going this way. This is the direction yeah. we're taking this. This is gonna be yeah. what we happen here. That's fair. Because why, why would you have brought Barbara in? Like, all of last season was just in Gotham doing Gotham stuff. Everyone else wasn't... Beast Boy and Starfire had, like, no reason to even be on the show last season. That sucks. It's turning into a it's turning into Young Justice, but now it's just the Nightwing show. It's over here. Right. <laughs> yeah, which most people seem to want to watch anyway. Which I, the Nightwing I show is great. I really like the Nightwing show. <laughs> yeah, a lot I of mean, Robins Titans. on that show. I mean, Titans. <laughs> Titans. Uh, Star Wars actor Hayden Christensen hints at more Darth Vader projects after the upcoming Obi-Wan show. No. No. Look, I am a fan of Star Wars, okay? I can even find things to like in the new trilogy. I can find things to like in the prequel. I mm -hmm. like the extended universe. I like Star Wars, and I like their comic books. But stop mining Darth Vader. Just stop. The more yeah. we mine Darth Vader, the less mystery we have around Darth Vader, and then he's not interesting or fun anymore. Let him, we've already we've already explored his lightsaber. We've already explored his sidekick. We've already explored. Did he know about Luke before he met with Luke? We have already explored what his relationship with Obi Wan was, and now we're going to further explore his relationship with Obi Wan. Yeah. We are going to hit a point of diminishing returns because you won't stop telling me about Darth Vader. He sells, man. Like, I'm shocked Darth Vader didn't show up in the new trilogy, by the way. I am shocked that they didn't have, like, a force ghost of Darth Vader show up. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not... Not wild. I'm not wild about Hayden Christensen, so I'm not really like excited about him continuing with Darth Vader. I I guess if you wanted to do it, you could theoretically like the Darth Vader series with uh, with Doctor Aphra. That'd be a kind of a cool show. I can see that show, but then we re we're remining content that already exists, and I'm on board yeah. with that. Don't stop making more Vader shit. Yeah, don't add more to Vader. There's plenty there, and Dude, for I me, feel, I, don't I even, feel like we're. And know. I know I wanted it, and I know all of us did. The uh, Ahsoka meeting Vader was probably the best like 
We don't need more Vader. We've established that he didn't feel great about what he did, but he was still a villain. <laughs> Leave yes. it alone. The more you go into it, the less interesting he's getting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be true. Boba Fett all over again. Boba oh. Fett was interesting when he was a one-note character that was in mystery and intrigue. Yeah. And then you turn him into a crime lord with a backstory that none of us care about. Yeah. And the answer That's is, right. you're going to do that to Vader. Yeah, I don't trust them not to screw up Vader at this point. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's I. I don't have nothing else to say about. Yeah, that. I. I just leave it or or leave, make it like a special like how they used to do the Joker, where when Vader did show up, it was a big deal. Right. Like use as much Vader as you did in like uh, Rogue One. You know, yes. It's like two scenes. That's it. Don't overdo it. Just let me get a little Vader taste here and there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like make him scary. Make it scary that he shows up. Like and and that's it. He says like two things. Ah, uh, anyway, that's my Vader rant. Anyway, <laughs> that's fair. That's totally fair. Hey, I like this next one. Yeah, <laughs> is what? that what you said? Hey, too. Yeah, that's right. Zack Snyder's Justice League HBO Max viewer numbers have finally been revealed. Why did they reveal these? Who knows? But here we go. <laughs> the movie has been viewed 2.2 million households in its first week. Comparatively, The Batman was viewed 4.1 million households in the first week. It's also reported that Wonder Woman 84 got around the same numbers as the Snyder Cut on its HBO debut. That sounds fair. I mean, like, that, w and by the way, like, those were pandemic numbers. Like, yeah. everyone was home for the Snyder Cut and for 84 Wonder Woman. So it's like, this was the maximum amount of audience members in one house you could possibly get. They didn't go and to theaters, the Batman did. Yeah, the Batman, people saw it, it made $780 million, and it was viewed 4.1 million <laughs> households after it came out, with the Snyder Cut, like, and Wonder Woman, that's it. The the the, the glass ceiling is 2 million. Yeah, that was the first that, week, which I guess is how we're going to gauge streaming services now. I mean, we could, I mean, at least these are numbers that were revealed, which is super rare for streaming services to do anyway. So now we can start using those numbers to, as litmus tests. Like, well, the Batman made, I mean, like, cause you could, you could probably concoct an algorithm. Batman made $780 million in this amount of time when they were in theaters. Uh, uh, for comparison, then uh, like after this amount of time between theater and streaming, it was viewed 4.1 million times or whatever, you know, like, and so we can equate that to the, you know, there's someone out there, some nerd like me, but who likes numbers better, right. who will be able to concoct a, 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 a system by which we can actually measure streaming success. So one thing about that article that Dan didn't put in his notes here that I did just read is okay. they're using this as a quantifiable proof yeah. that having a movie in the theaters first will re relate to more promotion for it in the streaming services. I don't think that's true. I don't either, because they're using the Batman as an example. It's, it's Batman. <laughs> if this was, what are the? No, show me the numbers for Peacemaker too. Like, show me the numbers. Show me the numbers for, for bad guys. That right. movie that's out right now. That Pixar movie. Show me that. Yes. Yeah. Tell me what the streaming numbers are like on uh, on on uh, what's that? Uh, there was a Disney movie that just came out that they put. You know, like Encanto or whatever. Like some movie that came out in theaters that was then available on Disney Plus. Like, so many people I know are watching Batman for, like, the fourth time on HBO Max. It's not Yeah, I don't know anybody who's like, I do know one person because they were avoiding the, because they were still quarantining where they were like, 
I finally got to see Batman. But everybody else saw Batman already. Yeah. Everyone I know who saw Batman on HBO Max saw it at least twice. There's a few, there's a few things in general that I'm willing to go try for the theater for. And like, I'm doing Doctor Strange the day it comes out. I got that lined yep. up because we ain't going to see it anywhere else. So <laughs> Damn right. Because we got to wait a few months before it comes out on Disney+. Plus. So yep. here we go. But yeah, I... I, I get I get the uh, potential argument behind this that okay the Batman came out theaters he got a lot of hype then everyone went to go see it on HBO Max. Yeah, that's, that's not fine. a bad theory, but you got to test it with something other than Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and that's my only point. So it'll be interesting to see how this kind of thing does moving forward. Yeah, that would be like if Disney Plus released this numbers if they got the streaming rights to No Way Home, which they didn't, but like if they did, and they were like, so um, No Way Home was viewed 8.1 million households after <laughs> it was released. It's like it was No Way Home, man. Exactly. Exactly. It's a a completely different circumstance. I mean, plus, we knew about HBO Max doing Snyderverse and Wonder Woman 84, but I guarantee you not everyone knew these things existed because HBO Max barely made waves last year in terms of, like, general populace. Yeah, they were trying to, like, promote HBO Max as a thing at all, not, like, much less promoting its, its, its unique content. Yeah. I'm going to add one more topic to this at the end of all these about Netflix, okay. but we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, yeah. We did the Dr. Strange trailer discussion. Yep. Sony announces the standalone movie. God damn it, Dan. <laughs> El Muerto. I have been getting inundated with questions about El Muerto since this morning. Yeah, yeah, no. And Dan same. added it to the topics. Sony announces it. You can tell I didn't read this list prior to this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sony announces the standalone movie El Muerto at... El Muerto. I'll never pronounce it right. At CinemaCon, El Muerto Muerto is being a super-powered wrestler that originally fought Spider-Man in a charity wrestling match. Yeah. When is Sony go? Like, this is the problem right now. No, this is the problem. Because what did Morbius make money-wise? If it broke even, they're just going to keep going. Right? I think it did. At the very least. I, I don't know, honestly. The budget was $75 million and it made $156 million. Yep, there you go. I mean, it needs to make double what it what it cost. Generally, yes, even. unless it had a marketing it, hoopla like this. Which it didn't, and yeah. it also took like two years to come out, so that money was spent. Like, that money's gone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it didn't turn a profit, but people will still argue for some reason because they're insane. I saw a great tweet. Somebody wrote, uh, it was a picture of a boardroom, and they wrote, Morbius was a failure. It's time we stop messing around and start and unveil El Muerto. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, is, that is Sony 100%. The problem is Venom sold. And Sony doesn't see Venom as selling because Venom's popular. Sony seems to see Venom selling as we can, we can make movies about other characters in Spider-Man and it'll work. And yep. if I was in the Sony boardroom, bar I would be like, it's Venom, you Goddamn morons, <laughs> dude! They did the same thing after after No Way Home. Or no, uh, after uh, Homecoming, I think it made a billion. I don't remember, but like Homecoming did very well, and they were like, "Oh, we got it. Okay, bye. We figured it out." Yeah, I remember that. And it was it- like, "No, no, you didn't figure it out. You, you, you six. You made one good decision. You let Marvel help you make movies." Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. That's the problem here. Because I guarantee the boardroom or Amy, whatever her name is. I can't remember the Pascal. Pascal. It's in there like, well, Venom worked. So obviously we can make successful movies out of the Spider-Man franchise. No, because you used Venom. 
Yeah. You used Venom. Right. And Into the Spider-Verse worked because there's at least four Spider-Men in it. <laughs> you know, but if you make a Madam Web movie and there ain't no Spider-Man in it, that's over for you. Morbius proves how low it does if you don't put Spider-Man or a or a, a secondary popular character into it. Plus, Morbius Sony sucks. is lucky that Venom got popular after they bought the rights lumped in with Spider-Man. Yeah, because the problem is Venom was nothing more than a villain for Eddie, uh, the villain Eddie Brock in the 2000s when they bought Spider-Man. Yeah. And in the time between 2000 and now, Venom is his own character with his own fan base beyond yeah. the burly guy that fights Spider-Man. Right, right. So they had they had they had stories to mine, and they had a, a, a fan base to exploit. Yes. But if they didn't have Venom, then they would have been. I mean, I guarantee you, they wouldn't have made the deal because they didn't think they had anything other than Spider-Man. But like, even if they did. Uh, they would have tried, I guess, to make a Craven the Hunter movie and a Morbius movie just like they did before, but they would have done really poorly because, A, there's no Spider-Man in them, and B, nobody cares about those characters on a national, international level to right. the point where they're able to support their own franchises. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, the Craven the Hunter movie is not going to make any money. And it's, Morbius it's also... Morbius barely made money. Is it broke Morbius even? Made... Craven will probably break even, too, because they'll probably... I doubt it, because, the no, because it's made by the same people. Like, the same director, the same writer. I think it's the same writers. I don't remember. But like, Morbius and... Morbius is so bad, and everyone already knows how bad it is. And you've 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 lost the good favor favor you've you've earned from Venom, of all things. Yeah. So people are not going to be like, oh boy, Craven. Well, I know that Venom Two wasn't great, and Morbius sucks, but maybe Craven the Hunter will be good. And that's the problem because they're going to try Craven, Madam Web. Now we're getting El Morito. And El my Morito. big And my big prop, the only one that I could see kind of possibly working, if marketed correctly, was yeah. the Black Cat Silver Sable one. You just right. do a spy movie that right. happens to have Black Cat, and that will be fine. Yeah. It won't make a billion. It'll probably right. break even about 150 to 200. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is you need to, like, they spent $75 million. I'm like, that's actually surprisingly modest like I, f as far as these kinds of movies are concerned because Venom yeah. didn't cost 75 million dollars so at least they oh. knew what they were doing but like the, the reality is I think I don't care about Black Cat outside of Spider-Man I oh, I don't Silver either, Sable but I'm just saying, like, that one you like, couldn't make work. And here's part of that problem, though. If they, would, if they leaned in hard to the sex appeal, guarantee they can make it work. But in this day and age, you can't get away with that. No, no. It doesn't work so, that way. No, no. Right. Sony learns the wrong lessons every time, man, and they they're, they're never gonna learn. You know, the the Into the Spider Verse movie, like after after Into the Spider Verse was so great and so successful, I guarantee you, Sony was like, "We did it, mission accomplished, ladies and gentlemen. We know what we're doing." Yep. Like you should have. I mean, like look at them when they get their Oscar. Well, I, gar they, I guarantee, so I guarantee that's what they're doing because the problem is this: Amy Pascal has notoriously been like, "I oh, I made the greatest deal ever. I got Spider Man. I got Spider Man." So the moment she thinks that it's working without the help of Kevin Feige and the MCU, of yeah. course she's gonna be like, "No, see, I did do it. It's working fine." Yeah. Not only did I make the deal, I also made us. I let me. Sh I you know she thinks like she's like, "I got us an Oscar." Really? Yeah. I I, I want an. I really I want an Oscar. Like, Avi Arad is like, I have an Oscar. And he does. Avi Arad, the man who worked on toys and facilitated the purchase of Marvel from an action figure company, uh, has an Oscar. Like, yeah. th I'm in the wrong timeline. So, uh, they also announced Venom 3, which everyone that was, is... Here, here's, here's what I find funny that about that. That makes sense. That's what I mean. Everyone's freaking out. Venom 3, Venom 3! They didn't say anything. They, don't know they what literally the just is. said, we're making Venom 3, and it's like, 
no shit. Like, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, duh. You got to make Venom if 3 now. If they had now. come out and said, we're making Venom 3 and Andrew Garfield's on the cast, then I would have been like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are rumors, and I don't know. There's absolutely no, no substantiation to these rumors, but I heard that, because uh, it's like the Morbius thing, the the post credit scene should have been Andrew Garfield, and it wasn't. It was something else. And uh, I heard a rumor that they've already tried to get Andrew Garfield, and he said no. Did they? Ooh. And and, and again, it's a rumor. It's completely unfounded. I'm not like, but I'm saying if, if, if hypothetically, if Andrew Garfield said no, that completely f's them. I could see that though, because you got to think about it. One, they f***ed him. Yes. He was a cocky kid, but he was a kid. You know what I mean? He, like he has an Oscar. Like he's he's a hot commodity. He made real movies. Like he's like, I don't need this. I don't need to be Spider Man anymore, man. Right? Like, do I want to get back in that rigmarole? He's thirty eight and he's he's got money. Yeah, and he doesn't need to be Spider Man. I was yeah. Spider Man. And Tobey Maguire ain't doing it. Like no, <laughs> no. I'm gonna be shocked if somehow they got him to show up in Multiverse of Madness. I, I think if he's gonna show up anywhere, it'll be in the big thing at the like in the like you know the the end of the phase thing. It'll be right, like multiple right. Spider Man. You know, like because it just it just makes so much sense. Like it just it it did so well and uh, reportedly su- supposedly hypoth- uh, uh, allegedly uh, Toby's survival was originally not a survival, and they only didn't kill him off because they were like we want to use him again. Oh, and, and No Way Home, where he kind of no Way said, Home. I did feel like he was going to die. Like, me I was like, too. I, and I, and I, well, I don't it think almost it was reminded played... me of a Harrison Ford yeah. situation where I'm like, he probably agreed to do this so that they'll kill him off, and that's not yeah. A put thing him anymore. in the put him in the carbonite. If he did, if he dies not to come back, he died in it. Whatever. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, where have you heard that rumor? I mean, it's all rumors. I saw it right on now. like I think it was either Twitter or Reddit, so it's completely unfounded. Like it's just it's nowhere. Like, but uh, but I had heard that uh, that they had asked. Uh, Garfield, he he just flat oh, out. Refused. I got it. it. It came right up. Oh, great! It's in the Hindi news. Oh well, there they go. Most reliable news news source. Hind Hindustan Times. Okay, so it's in sick. a recent okay. interview after Andrew Garfield said he had no plans to play Spider-Man again after No Way Home, but admitted due to his track record of lying in interviews, nobody would believe him. <laughs> He's not wrong about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Guys, I'm not coming back, but none of you are going to believe that. <laughs> but I know you're not going to believe me, so I guess I should shut up. Um, all right. The other thing I want to talk about, which I think would be great, because we actually went through these topics a lot faster than I thought. How yeah. do you feel about the Netflix situation? Um, it's interesting because, you know, Netflix, uh, the situation being that they're like uh, – Increase the prices. Platform. They're, they're going to be adding in new ads. They've cut a lot of the original programming. Yep, yep. Uh, and they've yep. lost a lot of the original programming that was making them money. Things like yeah. Futurama, I think. Dan could tell yeah. us more about which ones. But I, I not. I, but they've lost a lot of it to the other platforms is what I'm getting yes, at. Yes, yes. I mean, the, the fact is, like, I, honestly, for me, and I think I've, I've made – I've not been uh, shy about sharing my opinion about the streaming wars and about streaming in general – but uh, we think... both have said this isn't sustainable. No, like yeah, Netflix only works. Netflix is only oh, an ex- good job, is... <laughs> Netflix is only a company now because of what it did like 15 years ago because uh Netflix only works as a platform when it's one-stop shopping. When you yes. can get everything from that one place. When they decided to get into streaming at all, that was a fundamental game changer and a smart move for them. But it is also if you if you fragment Netflix to the point where there are like twenty streaming services and you got to pay the same number for all of them, 
they it's completely unsustainable because you can't pay for like a cable subscription and an internet connection and 10 streaming services and expect it to work especially if the if the, if the cable network that's providing you your internet is also trying to be a streaming service because they're going to throttle the streaming services that you're dealing with which they have done yeah. in the past that's not that's not a conspiracy theory that is something that happened so like Netflix now is like well we we aren't what we were and we are not a content creation platform. We are a platform to get you content, to get yeah. content to you. And you're and right. They, they were great were, in the early days and they had everything. That's why they had everything. Had and, and in order to make up for the lack of everything they had because they lost it to, to competitors, they had to become a content creation platform. But what they also discovered was that like it's unsustainable to make that much content when it can be binged. But we've also normalized binge culture. So right. we're in a, we're and a, we're we in also a don't have any licenses that people like don't know and are trying to make stuff. Exactly. And and even if they did, it costs millions to produce anything and time. So you need to either make them make like you need to either make seasons of shows that will be staggered in one shot or make something someone wants every few months. Like it's unsustainable. Yeah. So it's and just, that's the problem that they've so they've also shut down their animation department. That's another thing. Right. Done. Which they just created. Like so they yeah. spent money to make this thing and then they killed it, so they lost money there too. The big I I canceled it today. I finally canceled it. Natalie finished watching uh Better Call Saul's latest season. Okay. All right, cool. And I'm like, I want to cancel it because they're gonna renew us on the twenty eighth. Yeah. And I saw that I've had it since two thousand twelve. I've had yeah. Netflix for ten years. Same. But it almost feels like a latch di last ditch effort. Let's cancel yeah. all of our shows, jack the price up, grab whatever we can, because Netflix is finally on. It's almost like w admitting defeat. Yeah, they lost. No, it, 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 I never. Ex I I kind of expected Netflix to lose the streaming wars, but I also, based on the pandemic and how bad Disney was doing and HBO Max, like just like spending a bunch of money well, Warner Brothers spending a bunch of money on the DC Universe app and then making a complimentary app that was a competitor to itself and then like yeah. I expected someone to fold Netflix was the most obvious choice it's because they don't have anything so they Dan got us a list here of shows that got cancelled tell me how many of these you even know about okay right right the right. first one is Cowboy Bebop which we do know about it got cancelled less than a month after it came out fair which is a very bad sign. I watched episode <laughs> one of that, and it was just not interesting. No, not the show. Um, Dead to Me, Last Kingdom, The Irregulars, Jupiter's Legacy. I watched that, and it was terrible. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the, I watched like two episodes and was like, this is You horrible. dropped it. I was alone. <laughs> I, that's right. That's right. For this channel. We, we were like, no. Grand Army, Cursed, Bonding. No. Country Comfort. No. The Crew. It's, wait, the crew stars Kevin James. How have I not even heard about that? Right? Nah. Because it, it's not 2007. <laughs> Mr. Ing uh, Inglés. It's Gabriel Inglés. I can never say his last name. but Oh, Inglés. The big guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Iglesias? Yeah, he also had a sitcom on here. Oh. Um, Didn't know. Dash and Lily. Hit and Run. Dad Stop Embarrassing Me. That was Jamie Foxx's sitcom. Damn. Black AF. Hashtag Black AF, my uh, bad. Uh, special, Castlevania. I watched that. Yeah. The Duchess, Zero Chill, Julian the Phantoms. And it keeps going, but I think you get my point. Yeah. Like, I only I, knew about three of those shows. I didn't even know they existed because Netflix doesn't even know how to market to its own audience. That's very true. I watch shitty sitcoms. I notoriously state that. I watch a bunch of them on Hulu. Like, I can tell yeah. you right now what I watch. If I had known <laughs> that those shitty sitcoms were on there, I probably would have watched them at least. Totally. Totally. Yeah. 
No, and the fact is, like, there's a there's a precedent set from like Peacock that like people will pay twelve dollars a month just to be able to have access, immediate access to The Office. Yeah, and uh, that Netflix deal for Seinfeld, I guess it didn't work out. I was expecting Seinfeld to really re blow up. I, it did not. And uh, damn, got Seinfeld. They didn't get Netflix. it. Netflix. Netflix got it. I didn't even know it's on there. Yeah, it's on there. I watched most of it, but like, and I love Seinfeld, but I also, but I expected it to be, uh, to be a huge deal, like the way that, um, you know, the way that like the, the Friends and uh, The Office re- like enjoyed a, re- uh, a resurgence. Um, let me see how much they cost. Uh, according to a screenwriter article in 2021, uh, Netflix spends they paid four hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Si- no wonder they're closing up shop. We bought Seinfeld and it didn't work like we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was something else they spent money on. Hang on. Let me put the dollar sign in. Uh, $500 million yeah. for the global streaming rights to Seinfeld. I, I was a little sad canceling Netflix, seeing that I've been with them for 10 years, but they really just, they got everyone into one location. All yep. their competitors are like, why are we giving it to you? We own these things. We don't have to pay anyone money well, to put it over but here. They're competi- and their competitors are wrong, by the way, because like that's the future. The reality is one-stop shopping was the way to go. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. No one wants to pay Warner Brothers, Disney, NBC money, extra money to access their stuff. The the normalization of streaming culture came from one-stop shopping. This is, we are in an aberration. This should well, not they're, be. They're all, they're all agreeing with you, but the idea is like, oh, you'll just, you'll only want Disney. That's all you need. Why, why even get WWE? That's right. Well, they're, and Disney bought Fox literally to do that, like yeah. to, to start, to become a Netflix competitor. And but I, Disney is the one that irritates me, and I know there's a package for that Hulu and Spotify, but they literally have two freaking apps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that is garbage. You're fragmented your own damn audience. <laughs> I know there's one payment plan. I get it. I that's okay. fine. But still, but like, doesn't what? change the fact that I have two apps, and I, even though it's a it's a combined payment plan, I'm paying two apps for their content. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta cycle through the two. Like that's nonsense. I should be able to click a button on net on Disney Plus that just t- changes it to green and, yeah. and gives me access to Hulu, or gives me a Hulu playlist section, or or just drops Hulu entirely because Hulu's a stupid name. And it makes just, it Disney Plus. And put all of it on there. If you want to be the megalomaniacal controlling monster that you are, put it all in one place anyway. It, 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 no. Make be Netflix, like be the Netflix thing. What, what what I always find funny about this is Hulu ended up taking Hulu used to be the big competitor for Netflix, and it was like the little stepbrother. Yeah, and now it's like Hulu's squashing Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. I'm gonna and look. Is Netflix isn't done with original stuff though, right? No, 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 no. They're gonna keep making original stuff, but they're gonna make like very specialized. Like they're only it going is. to. It's funny because remember, like a year ago, when Netflix was like, "Oh, what do you have a show? You're approved." Like no wonder every like you can imagine. You know who's actually sweating about this? I'll bet every comic book creator who went to Substack because they were like, okay, I'm going to Substack and then I will make my independent project and then I will leverage that independent project into an original program for Netflix to make. Oh no, Netflix is closing. But I have this but I have this IP. I have this original thing that could be a, definitely a show. It's made, it's engineered just to be a show. You need to take it and make me money and become make me a producer so I can leave comic books. Like, uh-oh. Guess you'll have to 
invent another Batman villain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the original content for Netflix. Holy cow, do they have so much coming out. No wonder they're cutting back. Yeah. Four things came out April 1st. Three things came out April 6th. This is either a series that they bought and brought over from like Korea because they claim all those Korean dramas that were made over yeah. there are Netflix originals. Or yeah. this is something they actually made. Right. Okay. April 7th was another two shows. April 8th was another three shows, four okay. shows, five, six, seven shows. April 9th was two more shows. 12th was three more shows. Ultraman got a season two. I didn't even freaking know. <laughs> There's a show in here that I like to watch. It was called uh, Russian Doll. It was about like a Groundhog Day thing. Okay. It got a season two a week ago. I liked season one. Right, but I didn't know there was a season two coming. Yeah. I did watch The Bubble, which was the movie that they made. Yeah. Wait, why does it say 28th? I've already watched that. <laughs> oh, no. This is a different movie about a bubble. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. Why would you have two movies named Bubbles? The other one not named Bubble? It's the Netflix show about them trying to film a movie in the pandemic. Okay. And they had quarantines and bubbles and things they had to go into. Uh-huh. Oh my God! There's so many things, and, and you know what the other problem? Oh yeah, Knives is? Out Two is a Netflix thing now. Oh my God, and that's the thing people want to watch. The other problem is there's just too much. Like there's just too much content. There's there, people have to pick and choose what they want to watch because like there's just there there is too much content being deliberately made for niche audiences, and it's getting to the point where and like I'm sure there's like a like a psychological term for it, but it's like. When people are given too much choice, they make no choice. Yeah. That's literally like I, whenever I finally get downtime, I go sit down and I go, what do I have to watch that isn't work related? Yeah. And I don't watch very much. Right. <laughs> right. Or I, I watch something do dumb. other things. Yeah. Like I watch something that I'm just like, I don't have to really focus on because like I'm focusing on everything else in my life and everybody yeah. else is too. And it's like, I put on really... shitty horror movies. That's my thing. That's fair. I watch like old game shows from like a hundred years ago. There you go. I mean, I literally watch like like right now. My sitcoms are the Connors, Home Economics, The Rock Show. Like it's all shitty sitcoms. They're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all being made now. Like yeah, yeah. They're all current. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Uh, no, but but what do you think is the future of the streaming thing? Like, where do you think we're going? I don't know. I right? at this point, I think we're, I think we're going to start to see the counterpoint. We're going to start consolidating. Yeah, Paramount Plus finally has Halo, which is, I guess, made them worthwhile. But even that, I don't know what they're going to do. But nobody likes I, it. No, it, I mean Halo had ten minutes of good footage, but <laughs> but but like, there's already a ten minute long Halo movie made by Neil Blomkamp. You can watch. You don't need to watch yeah. an entire show of Halo yeah, for ten exactly. minutes. And I'm sure it wasn't cheap. I mean, that's the, true. Um, Devil says the biggest streaming service is actually YouTube. Yeah, I think YouTube's still the biggest one. Just people don't yeah. know it because they don't make original content. They just gave up on that idea. Well, also, like YouTube's just like, well, go ahead, you make it. Like we're we're their content provider. Like they're, yeah. they're like, go ahead. But yeah, I mean, we're in a weird spot. I think we're gonna get to a point where it's gonna be Disney Plus and HBO Max for the most part because those are the yeah. two that everyone seems to care about. Disney Plus, I also include Hulu into that because they're, yeah. they're the same. They own it. Freaking, I, they're the yeah, same see- thing. Yeah, I don't see Paramount Plus figuring it out. Um, somebody mentioned YouTube. I'm actually clicking this for a second because I want to see what this originals from YouTube is. Have they made anything recently? that I would want to watch or that anyone would be interested in that didn't already know it existed? Because it's like, how are they going to? Well, they did that? that in space with Markiplier. That came out a month ago. Oh, cool. Which was just a bunch of YouTubers 
doing i think skits i don't even know what it was about i don't actually don't even know yeah i don't know i would never watch (laughs) secret saboteurs with lauren's side i don't know who that is official trailer for aubrey alias with yeah it's just hey youtuber what series do you want to make you know what i mean that's really what it comes down to fisher's quest i don't know who that is it's all the youtubers that i don't follow because i don't really follow much actual youtube beyond like my little crew yeah it's beyond what you do for a living yeah (laughs) and i guess there's a series called non-fungible planet from youtube nfp okay (laughs) what i don't know man it looks like just worldwide travels why would you name it that <laughs> i don't know you can't even get the algorithm of nft it doesn't <laughs> that's Whatever. what i'm saying that seems like so weird. so weird i thought they stopped doing originals i didn't realize they were still making these. i thought so too like I, I i thought like it was a big failure but i guess they're still doing it someone in our audience someone has to have watched this markiplier show what was it <laughs> what was it is it a skit based show was it a plot Right? I don't know. I'm looking at this trailer. Oh, good. It looks like an actual plot-based show, but right in the trailer, the overacting for Markiplier is like, yeah, you just got a bunch of YouTubers to show up and say things. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I'm not even joking. The overacting for Markiplier is what... We're going to watch this trailer together once we end this podcast. So, thank you for <laughs> watching today's episode of Absolute Comics. My name is Benny. That is Sal. Go ahead and join us over at Absolutely Marvel and DC, the new home of Absolute Comics. Don't worry if you're watching this on the old homes. It's not leaving. We'll continue to upload over there, but it will be hopefully dropping every Saturday or Sunday on Absolutely Marvel in DC with a ton of our other content, including all of our movie reviews, our trailer reviews, our discussions about the industry, and our new show that we're going to be test piloting with the three-episode initial series. Uh, nope! It's a uh, it's a absolute original piece of content that we're hoping to absolutely sell to somebody one day. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for your continued support. Really do appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you next time.